Morning, crew. Morning, morning. A few people jumped on already, which is awesome. Thanks for joining me. Another Wealth Coffee Chat here on a thankful Thursday. Hey, Luke. Good morning to you. Rodney, Paul, Allison, Jeff, Aaron, Fiona. How are you, Fiona? Riviere's coming along nicely. Yes, indeed, Allison. Uh, you'll be pretty happy with that one when I think it, it lands. So, uh, yes. Nice to see all of you guys. Uh... <laughs> Thanks, Kylie. It's actually a bit scruffy. I, I just, anyway, I'm a bit lazy when it comes to shaving, so I'm letting it grow. It's starting to annoy me now, so uh, maybe I'll uh, zoom it off at some point, but um, maybe on the weekend when I've got some time to to be bothered to shave. So there you go. Anyway, thanks for the shout-out. Hey, good morning, team, crew. How you doing? Great to see you all on this morning. Do the quick intros as we get going. Jason Witten's my name. There it is. Most of you know that. Most of you know that. But if you knew, if you knew, hello to you. And um, let us know. Let us know in the chat if you knew. Let us know where you're dialing in from. Uh, what's going on for you? You could be one of our new mentoring clients. You could be one of the people wandering along and uh, finding one of these lives and subscribed. Whatever it is, let us know. Say hello. Love to uh, love to hear from you. Hey, good morning to you, Carl. Jeff, how are you, mate? Yeah, the night shift done. Good to see. So, listen, today uh, I thought we'd talk about something interesting uh, and um, I think we'd talk about a little thing that's popped up for me. I'm helping uh, one of my clients these days. I uh, I I help um, uh, business owners and high net worth clients build their portfolios uh, as part of my coaching process. And um, uh, one of my clients is uh, looking to do a little bit of something, something like uh, the acceleration phase in his portfolio. So. And uh, I thought you guys might find this interesting, so I thought we'd dive into it today. But you saw my headline there. Um, uh, saw my headline. Well, you may not have seen it. You may have just jumped on the live. But the headline this morning uh, saying, you know, who would like, who would like an eighty-seven percent rental yield? Tell me in the chat. Give me a big yes or a hell yes. Who'd like an eighty-seven percent rental yield on their investment property? Anyone? You know, five or six percent is usually pretty good. But like, yep, happy with that. But who would like an eighty-seven percent rental yield on their on their investment property? I would. I can tell you that one. Yeah, <laughs> very interesting. Me, me, me. Absolutely, yes, for sure. Well, interesting. Um, helping, helping. Uh, I guess is Sharon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, please. Well, it's interesting. So uh, it's it's kind of a. It's it's a true story. I'm going to tell tell you this uh, this uh, example in a minute. So, but I'm going to build the picture here. So, you guys have seen this before. You know the acquisition, the consolidation, the lifestyle phase, and part of this process is using the seven plans across this period of time. You know, let's call this zero to twenty years. Now. Um, you guys know that we have this process where we sort of sit down with you, lay out, you know, the next, you know, piece of the puzzle, piece of the pie for your investment strategy and plan. Uh, and, you know, we go through these three phases. We deploy the seven plans at certain times. One of the seven plans is an acceleration plan, you know, acceleration, acceleration. And usually deployed 
you know, here in the the world, um, in the consolidation phase uh, slash lifestyle phase. And why is an acceleration plan deployed over there? Because usually this is what happens. You know, you buy a number of uh, properties. You know, we get a few properties under our belt. In the acquisition phase, you guys know this, you know, let's say four or five, six, whatever it might be, plus a principal place of residence, your own home, you know, that forms part of your asset base. And, uh, you know, over time, we want those values to rise. That's what we want. And um, that's fantastic. To begin with, often though, to begin with, often we do have um, something we need to take care of because sometimes those properties or the costs are higher than the um, the gross rent or the net rent off the top. Let's say this is your rental yield here, you know, and we want your rents, you know, to do that as well, right? So that's kind of the that's kind of the the visual here, and what we look for. What we look for for um, an acceleration opportunity, which acceleration means using some of the assets, the value you have, to take a little bit more risk. Um, <laughs> mining town. <laughs> well, we used to do mining towns back in the day, Jeff, um, and we had some significant rental yields, yes. Um, but uh, you know what we look for as an indicator for you and me to say, all right, can I take some uh, more risk? Okay, and higher risk uh, activities. Can I take? Um, can I invest in some um, styles of property, styles of investing that might carry a bit more risk, might carry a bit more uncertainty, uh, and we need to make sure that the gap of our wealth and income is large enough for us to not be emotionally or mentally stressed about it. Right. So over here. When you're scrapping around in the acquisition phase and if you lost 100K, right, if you lost 100K because you did something and it didn't work out in the acquisition phase in the early days, tell me right now in the chat, if you're in acquisitions right now and you put 100K of your hard-earned cash and equity into a deal and it choked and you lost it, you know, would that be a significant setback to you as an investor? Put that in the chat. Like, like shit, you know. My my whole entire net wealth right now is three hundred grand. Yeah, ouches. Yeah, exactly, Nintendo. So let's say you know over at the start, you know we might only have two hundred, three hundred, one hundred fifty grand of equity or cash available to to us um, in free equity to deploy. So that's why in this stage we would you know. Um, well, this is part of our teachings anyway, residential real estate, yeah, it's going to be filthy, right? So residential real estate is very, very reliable in comparison to a lot of investment vehicles. But over here, now let's say the gap between what you owe and what you're worth um, is pretty significant. Let me just quickly do do something here. I'll show you uh, what this might look like, right? So let's go over the share screen. And, and let's see up here, I've got a, a simple portfolio in here. You guys have seen me show you this before. And look up the top here. Let's say in, um, you know, 20 years' time, folks, that you've got equity. And I've got heaps of clients like this, by the way. So a lot of us, uh, maybe some of you sitting there going, shit, that'll never happen for me. No, it'll absolutely happen for you. The number one 
thing for that is time, and we're going to talk about that. But let's say you've got six million in equity now. Let's go. You got six million in equity. All right, you got six million in equity. Keep stick with me. Follow with me here. Um, you got six million in equity after you've owned your your properties for a while. Hey, morning, Megan. Uh, and now you invested a hundred k over here, and you've got six million to play with. Now we don't want to lose money. Like that is like you know it's. You know, you don't want to be frivolous with your cash, no matter how much you got. But if you lost 100K and you had 6 million in equity, as an impact, a true impact, you'd probably still be filthy about it, Fiona. Um, You know, is it the end of the world for you? Is it going to be such an impact? Right, put that in the chat for me. Like, you know, so when we do take risk or we do choose some acceleration strategies, team, we need to know that, you know, what that risk is and, and what the reward is, and you know, if it went wrong, would it, you know, end the world, derail you? And the answer should be no. And if the answer is not no, if the answer is maybe or yes, it would derail me, then you're not doing higher risk deals. Okay, all right. So I know I've laid the plan out there um, for acceleration, and you guys know there's a few styles of things that uh, that I like for acceleration. Um, in the world with our income engine, you know, you've got your residential rents, you've got your commercial rents, you know, you've got your stock market down here, and then you've got other stuff like JVs, right? So this is the kind of stuff that we're talking about. Now, what can we do? There's my question to you. If we're not going to do higher risk things over here, okay, so as we go this way, the risk increases, okay, for potential challenges or problems. What can we do? Tell me in the chat. What can we do to our existing residential real estate if it if it's you know if it's in the right location and the right type of property and stuff? What can we do to accelerate its income? What's one of the easiest things that I've talked about in, a, in the last little while for income acceleration, especially for an existing property that you own? Put that in the chat for me because then I'll get on with uh, I'll get on with the conversation rather than ho- keeping you guys in suspense about an eighty seven percent rental yield. Anyone know? Chuck that in the chat for me. Certainly renovate, Trace, for sure. Um, Airbnb, yes, 100%. You always keep your properties up to date. Short-term, Airbnb, let's have a look at this. So let's have a look at this. This is pretty cool. I'm helping one of my clients right now. I'm helping one of my clients right now um, deploy some of his equity into some lifestyle properties uh, as part of his portfolio. Now, he, he wants to own a property uh, near the beach, Nice little two bedder near the beach that he can Airbnb short term, um, uh, short term let and use sometimes as well. Uh, and he wants to own a property in the countryside, um, you know, a bit of a bush block where he can, you know, take the kids and ride the motorbikes and have camping and stuff like that, right? So he has now, you know, over time created a pretty significant property portfolio. He's got that many, many millions of dollars worth of equity. He's been you know, going 25, 30 years with his portfolio. And now he's sort of doing some consolidation lifestyle maneuvers, right? So check this out. This is one of the locations he wanted to have a look at. So I'm doing some research for him down in a place called Jerragong, right? Um, I don't know if anyone knows Jerragong, um, you know, but have a little look. So have a check out this. This is just a two-bedroom property, just a two-bedroom, nice little two-bedroom unit. You know, in the middle of town, you can see the ocean, which is nice, right? Um and you can see here, this is where it is. You know, it's still a fair way from, um, you know, the ocean. It's not right on the beach and stuff like that. But check out the revenue. Check out the income 
he's getting from that. So tell me right now, like a two-bedroom unit, a two-bedroom unit, folks, the day rate, the average day rate is 461 bucks a day. Yep, 461 bucks a day. You heard it. You know, an 80% occupancy down there on this little two-bedroom unit, $84,000 worth of revenue. Who'd like $84,000 worth of revenue from a simple two-bedroom apartment? All right, who would like that? You know, check it out. Nice little return, all right? Now, here comes the stinger. Here comes the lesson in this conversation. Here comes this lesson in the conversation. We talked about a 76% rental yield, all right? Okay. Yep. We talked about a 76% rental yield. Here's where the kicker comes in. Because you know what? Every single one of us can end up with ludicrous on paper uh, returns based on uh, our purchase price of a property, all right? But it all depends on one thing, all right? Tell me what one thing you think that um, this, this principle that I say all the time, that I say all the time, leads to a 76% rental yield on this property. What's that principle? And you can, you can, um, you can shorthand it if you want to, okay? Time, absolutely, time, 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 and time. The underlying principle is quality, yes, time in the market for sure. Buy well, never sell. James, you get the uh, sticker of the day. All right, check this out, team. All right, so let's have a look at this property and let's have a look at its sales history. This person who bought it in 1991, how many years is that now, 91? Uh, what's that? 30 years, right? 32 years. What's that? 32 years? Is that right? I should have worked this out earlier. <laughs> I'll do, do my math on me, right? Buy well, never sell. The B, BWNS. All right. I love it, right? Now, if this person who bought it in 1991, folks, kept the bloody thing, kept the bloody thing, they would have, they, what do you reckon? If you bought this in 1991 for $96,000, you reckon you would have paid the bloody thing off? Yes, you would have, right? It would be debt-free, and based on the purchase price, you would be getting an 87% rental yield. $96,000. Hey, ludicrous. Who, who would like to buy, you know, like you go back 30 years ago, and shit, look at that. Look at that price, huh? 31 years. Thanks, Trace. Um I'll try and get my calculator out to make my point here. 31 years, folks. 31 years, the price, the value of that property, arguably $1.6 million today, right, 2020, probably a bit more now, 2022, okay? It would be debt-free, debt-free, 87% rental yield against its original purchase price and worth $1.6 million. That is why I say these things. 30 years, buy well, never sell. It'll blow your mind if you just keep the damn properties. Jesus. All right, there you go. But, you know, what happens if you bought it in 1996? Well, you know, 70% rental return. That's what happens, right, with this sort of stuff. Time comes along and makes it work for you. So if we've got, um, you know, 220, uh, what is it, uh, 20, 22 minus one nine nine six. That's twenty six years. All right, twenty six years. Still pretty good return. You know, uh, two thousand and eleven. Oh, I'm still pretty happy with that. Um, I'd be still pretty happy with that one. Two thousand and eleven. You know, 
11 years. That's not a bad return in 11 years as well. Still double digits on 11 years. But if you bought it today, this is today or, well, close enough to today, folks, anyway, you'd you'd be getting a 5% yield. And imagine renting that normal at $1.6 million. You'd probably be getting a 1% yield. So hopefully this makes sense when I'm trying to make a point here today with this thing is, you know, the time we spend owning these properties uh, and the future, this gap, this time, you know, 20 to 30 years, it feels like a long time. It does. I mean, I, 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 you know, I grant you. I grant you. Like, holy, holy crap, that's going to take forever to get there. But, you know, what else are you going to do? That's what I say. Listen, buy your properties, leave them alone. And if you want to do something more, you know, interesting, you know, take a high risk, start a business, do some other stuff, that's perfectly fine. But don't, but don't cut your properties off at the knees and sell them and then try and do something high risk and lose the money. Do both, but separate them from a risk point of view. That's, that's, my, that's my opinion anyway. So there you go. So I think this is pretty cool. The idea that you can own these properties and accelerate them through short-term letting, all right? Yep. Yeah, exactly. 900K of growth in nine years. Take that every day of the week. Absolutely, Luke. You know, and that's what I'm saying, right? You know, but check out this. And here's the other, here's the other little thing that's really awesome. I want to, I want to show you guys just as we, you know, bring this into a close. You know, here's the research, um, software that we use. We do this, um, for many of our clients, but check out this. I, I want you to tell me, what do you think in this area? So you see this whole area. What would be the highest? Tell, tell me dollars wise. So we just saw um, we just saw eighty seven eighty four thousand dollars. Tell me what would be the highest income in this area? You see all these dots, little farmhouses, little apartments, and stuff like that. One hundred and thirty one active short term rentals down that way, down down that neck of the woods. Have a guess. Put it in the chat for me as we finish up here. What is the highest? rental in this area, the highest earnings, the highest earnings in this area. Tell me what you think. In one year, how much money do you think one property down there has made for the owners? Put that in the chat. This will this will blow your mind. Blow your mind. All right, chuck it in the chat for me. Have a few guesses while I have a little sip of my coffee. Tell me what you think. All right. We're talking 84 grand there. What do you reckon in this area? the highest short-term letting income for 12 months. Luke's, Luke's going at 150. We've got 115. Any any other numbers, folks? Chuck it in the chat for me. All right, you guys are pretty conservative. Check this out. I want to show you this. Look, this, this one here. Uh, where is it? Can you guys see that? Tell me what that number is right there. Tell me what that number is. Tell me what that number is, folks. Can you see it? Five. Hundred and forty-six thousand dollars from one property on short-term letting. Five hundred forty-six grand. Look at that number. Holy crap! <laughs> that, that, I'm not kidding, brother. Now listen. This is now. This is what I'm saying, team. Luke and 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 you guys. Like when we own some damn fine real estate into the future. This is what can happen. But if you don't own them for long enough, I'm telling you, you just don't get an opportunity 
to see what's going on. Let's have a look at the top properties in the city of Kayama. There we go. Look at this one. This one here. Check out this number. Check out the other one. Actually, there was a better one there. Look, <laughs> 684,000. 684,000. Anyway, the top five or the top six properties, 600 grand, you know, 194 to $687,000. Yeehaw. All right, well, there you go. And that's just one spot in Kayama, folks. Um, you know, so imagine, imagine when you're building your portfolio and we're talking about, you know, we're talking about buying quality properties, making sure you got good outlook outlooks, you know, thinking about what you could accelerate that stuff in the future with. Yeah, this is the thing. Imagine having one awesome property. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Dead right, Alison. Imagine having one awesome property that you could, you know, accelerate $100,000, $300,000 worth of income short-term letting. I wouldn't do it on all of my properties. I, I, I wouldn't do that. I think that would be way too risky in your portfolio unless you, you know, unless you can handle that risk and, and skill, or, or not skill, but uh, stress. But, you know, let's say you've got five or six properties and you've got one that you specifically purchased for at the right time, you're going to accelerate double, triple, quadruple that income. That's going to be pretty nice in your portfolio, folks. Let's do this. Let's do this. Anyway, there you go. Um, so, you know, uh, there you go. Absolutely, Trace. We've got some ideas um, in there. We we do uh, we do do um, helping people find and buy these things through the uh, the property management business that we run. Uh, we help people manage them as well. So we might uh, let you guys know what what that looks like at some point. But again, it's a higher. It's it's a little bit more risk and stress. You know, you've got to fit out these properties. You've got to, you know, you've got to spend tens of thousands on furniture. You've got to do the bookings. Sometimes it takes years for them to get known and get rebooked and rebooked, right? So I'm telling you, you know, these incomes, probably these things have been going for five years. Do you know what I mean? So um, um, so, so the R&W business trace, um, we we run the the property management in Brisbane and Melbourne, and we do the short term letting um, as well uh, with a number of properties. So we might let you guys know what we're up to with that stuff. Um, uh, maybe next time. Yep, maybe property number four. Absolutely, Alison. I would say for every single one of us here with our portfolios, if you have one or two of your properties in mind for you know short term letting acceleration. And then, you know, that really helps with your your income and your acceleration in your portfolio, you know. And if you can get to one soon, it can help with debt reduction really well as well. So so there you go. Anyway, thought that would be interesting, interesting to talk about this morning. Um, wealth Coffee Chat done and dusted for, um, yeah, absolutely. Yep. Palm Cove's a good spot. Trace, um, give your coach a shout-out. We can do some... Um, uh, Airbnb research for you about, you know, what, where, when, what the competition is and stuff like that. So, you know, happy days. Happy, happy days. All right, folks, that's it. Done and dusted. I hope, you, uh, hope you're well. I hope you had fun. I hope that was useful. And as always, leave us a little comment in the chat if there's something that uh, you'd be interested in me covering. All right, team, have an awesome day. You guys be awesome. Bye for now. Adios. Adios.